Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Expansion Pack podcast, where we download this week's gaming news and we bring it straight to you. I'm your host, Denzel, a.k.a. Black Ice, joined by my co-host. If you're watching us, uh, starting off in the middle here, we got my guy, Mr. Goop, Master Flex. How you doing, bro? You already know it's gooping season. It's gooping season. <laughs> Well, this wasn't season, it gooping season like in the uh, the winter? I was gonna ask, but I, every season's gooping season. season. It's just like you just gotta kind of live with it, man. Okay, it's a lifestyle, right? Okay, okay. Good. Bet. All right. Good. Well, thank you, Mister Goop. <clears throat> um, got my other co-host down here, Mister Five Two Five himself, May twenty fifth. How you doing, bro? I'm good. I'm tired, per usual. But here to talk about some games, y'all. Per usual as well. Per usual. Let's get it cracking. For sure, get for sure. Crack. So I mean, I mean, with that, we ain't even gonna waste no time. Chris, just just get us into it. What's going on, people? This is your boy May twenty fifth with the buffer for this week. Um, this week's question was, what's the next video game you guys think would turn? or would make for a good adaptation. Kind of like how The Last of Us has come out of nowhere and just, like, you know, hit everybody in the head with how good it's been on HBO. Um, We're trying to figure out what the next one's going to be. We have good ones. We also have bad ones, uh, because we all know what happened with Halo. So, yeah, try to figure out some new shit. We'll try to talk about some ones that uh, we haven't really spoken on before. I know we've touched on Destiny a couple times and a couple other things that we think could make possible good shows. Let's talk about some stuff we ain't never even tried to talk about yet. Let's go. Um, honestly, man, I want to see it. I need a, I need a, I need a Mass Effect show, bruh. I need a Mass Effect show. Hmm. But like, here's the thing, though. Here's the thing. I need massive, and I mean, maybe they could use this for a video game. Actually, that'd be crazy. But I need a massive backstory for Shep, like more so than what we got in the video game. Like I want them to kind of really dig a little bit deeper into his origin and how he kind of came up and where he got his skills from and all that shit. And then, yeah, from there, go straight through what we went through in the video games, man. I want to see homebody get ripped up and then put it back together and shit. You know what I mean? Like I want to, I want to see the whole thing done how it's supposed to be done, because um, there's so many characters in that universe that they can make storylines around and literally veer off for like a solid four or five episodes on some Krogan shit, and not worry about what's going on with Shep for a second. Come back to Shep, and then you know you got some stuff going on with uh, forgot what the name of uh, Liara's race of people is or whatever. But you know you got her people. You got you got a lot of characters, a lot of characters. I really think that show could be fire as fuck. If done properly, honestly, to be even more transparent, I kind of think it could be what Halo was. You know what I'm saying? That was my first thought. You know what I'm saying? It kind of has aesthetically. There's some similarities, I think, um, between both games and things like that. And um, Halo, I guess, is an example of how it doesn't go so well sometimes. So you know, like sometimes you win some, sometimes you lose some. But yeah, I would love to see Mass Effect, man. I'd be fire. Fire, fire, fire. I'm here for it. 100%. I got it. You know, you can make me want. Oops. Oh, sorry, y'all. That is my alarm. <laughs> no worries. I'm alone, guys. It kind of is. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Manny, what, what you got? Go ahead. 
Yeah, man. The Mass Effect is a great one, but um, I think this one's going to be better. I think we got to get a Red Dead show, you know? Like, ooh! One and two kind of paid the way of like a perfect, you know, Western story, cowboys, gunslinging. Wasn't somebody just talking about one in that show, like somebody famous talking about, like, was it Jack Black or something? Well, I remember Jack Black. No, I think you're right. Jack Black say TV show. Remember, he did like a little music video thing where then he just like and cameos and Red Dead was one of them but yeah Jack Pack actually did say that you're right think about it now mm. Peaches 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 Yo, is it weird that I would love it to be on AMC and for them to get what's his name Andrew, Andrew Lincoln, Lincoln to be the yeah. yo, what, is that weird <laughs> is that weird I was yo it's crazy because that's literally like in my head who I envisioned like cool. it's like if you're gonna that's if you're gonna job, make man. him yeah. come on bro come on bro do the show XOX show randomly like previously on AMC's Walking Dead yo that meme was just rigged like oh man oh no yo when that actually happened to the show it was that bad joke, it sad called, yeah it was real sad out of context it's, it sounds weird but like this man just yeah. lost like yeah, some important bro. people in his life, and it's no, yeah. no, no. And he's like, he's got a daughter. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> zombie apocalypse. Yeah. Oh man, yo, did you finish that show? Not to get too far off track, but Chris, did you finish that show? I haven't finished it, but I'm definitely going to because I had Bruh. went back to it a couple months ago. I know, I know. Holy I know. shit! Cats, cats sleep. They slept. Yeah, they slept I slept. Early. I slept hard, bro. And then I then I just decided randomly it was on Netflix. I was like, I'm, I'm gonna go back. It was like a key moment that happened, and I stopped watching. And then mm-hmm. like everything just ramped up from there. And then I finished it. Mm-hmm. Well, I got I got through most of it. And then I was like, all right, like I I was watching with my wife. I was like, all right, you have to you have to get caught up now. We have to get to this point, and then we can finish it together. Mm-hmm. And she was like enamored, and I was it. Oh man, it got so much better. But a lot mm-hmm. of people fell off, like before it got better. It sucks. Yeah, yeah. It's like it was great, and then it kind of fell, and then it got good again. Yeah. yeah. For me, it was like when I watched it, I didn't have cable, so like all I could to watch it was just like illegal streams. Whoa, whoa, whoa! whoa. Actually, no, whoa, whoa! <laughs> <laughs> streams. <laughs> <laughs> FBI, we're watching, like, ladies and gentlemen. Hey, yo, this is yo. We got him. <laughs> This is all a joke of a skit in our podcast. We've got the goop. <laughs> um, you know, back to the skit of our podcast. Uh, well, yeah, Red Dead, Red Dead. You know, I'm, I'm, I want to hear previously on AMC's Red Dead. Rick! Oh, that's a hard, dog. <laughs> that's a hard. AMC's Red Dead, that's a fire, dog. Hmm. You know, when you say AMC, I actually can see it, man. Like, because fucking... Like, I mean, the tag, you gotta just have the tag AMC. You got Breaking Bad that came from AMC, like uh, Walking Dead. That's true. Better call Saul. All them Jones, man. So, y'all think it would be more likely it would be a a TV show as opposed to a movie? Because part of me always felt like if they were to do it, they would make it a movie. Michelle, I don't think so. Better as a TV show, just because. Yeah. Pretty lengthy as this, and there's right. so much there's to lot, unfold. Yeah, yeah. I don't think you know, like jam it into like you know a max like a three hour movie, which is kind of like 
at that point kind of stretching it. I mean, yeah. they still be good. Like they're still good three hour movies, but I feel yeah, they do stretch long nowadays. Though I ain't gonna hold you. I feel they that. definitely do. I loved Avatar, but it was too long. <laughs> it was a little too long, bro. I still haven't seen it. Yeah, I <clears throat> wait for it to get on Disney Plus, and then I'll peep it. Yeah, it was good. Just, yeah. just goddamn, three hours was unnecessary. <laughs> Come on, y'all. Uh, yeah, I knew when it was three hours. I was like, damn, I don't know if I I could swing that, but that's all right. Yeah. Um, so so for me, <clears throat> I'm thinking about, and this 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 answer is honestly inspired by. Doctor Who because I've been watching a lot of Doctor Who recently and um, yeah like as as I'm watching it I'm like all right like so you know the doctor like he has his little companion he he has this time machine he jumps through different well the spaceship that can also time travel he jumps through different points in time and like relives historical events and all, all types of random stuff and I was thinking to myself I'm like this kind of gives me like an Assassin's Creed vibe and I know they already made the movie and, you know, it, it was what it was. But I feel like an Assassin's Creed TV show done literally in the style of the, the very beginning where, you know, it was it was all about the animus. And, you know, you were playing as Des- Desmond in the real world versus like then getting into the animus and like, you know, learning the story of, of the first game and whatnot. Like, I think a TV show like that could work really well and there's a fuck ton of games <laughs> so you know in essence you're not going to be starting for seasons you know at the end of the day you could literally go season you know like one season as a full game or you could you could you could expand it out however you want you could even just not go by exactly what happens in the game and just take the concept of the animus being in essence like a time it's it's not literally a time machine but like you know I guess uh, figuratively speaking, it's ca- it kind of works as a time machine because it allows you to go back and, you know, like see the memories of your ancestors and relive that stuff. I think it it would allow for a lot of opportunity to do some pretty cool things um, if the right people get their hands on it. So, and then you know, dope and like a new a new era. That yeah, with it. yeah, I think that'd be cool. Yeah. Might actually help save that uh, Ubisoft because you know. They're like holding on to that IP for dear life because that's really all they got going for them right now. So, their company, they're just fumbling it so bad. Hey, the X Defiant kind of fire though. So whenever they like officially drop that, because the beta, the betas are kind of dope. I can't lie to you, and a lot of that people, yeah, a lot of people are like, oh, this is the this is the Black Ops game that we've been wanting, and you know, I could mm. I could see it working out for them, but. Man, they got yeah, they got a lot of good feedback for sure. In the Heartland gameplay trailer like a couple weeks ago, so I mean, yeah. So they're not dead. Thing. They're not that's dead. Still a thing. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know that was still coming. <laughs> like almost two years. Yeah. Yo, talked about that a minute that. ago. Okay. I actually think like uh, two year anniversary coming up of this. Like, has it been? No, it hasn't been two years. Has I think it's been at, at least a year. Damn near. At yeah, at the least it. a year. Either way, yeah. it, too long, way too long. Too long. So, mm. well, was I mean, wait, do they have a? We'll talk. We'll talk in a little bit about like you know this stretch of time we're in, but you know, there's there's definitely going to be a lot of uh, reveals coming down the pipeline. I, I think um, you know, recording this on Wednesday night tomorrow, we're going to be looking at potentially a new Mortal Kombat game or something from Another Realm Studios. 
And I think, um, not I think, literally the week after this is going to be the PlayStation Showcase, and then we got the Xbox stuff coming. So, like, we're in this season of, of a lot of reveals and whatnot. Maybe we might get, you know, some sort of release dates for these games from Ubisoft. Who knows? I don't even remember when Ubisoft's, like, forward event is happening. I don't know if we're getting one this summer or not, but... Yeah, they originally wanted to do it on E3. They were like, oh, we'll be there. And then, psych. <laughs> E3 won't. <laughs> yeah. Well, then they, they said they weren't going to be there, and then E3 was like, well, we oh, ain't, okay. ain't going to be there either. Yeah, so. Right. so we'll see. We'll see how that goes. <clears throat> but, alas, Chris, thank you for the buffer. Um, you oh, know, yeah. got, some, got some good games in there. But, of course, we're going to get into the stories for this week. Um, starting off, before we get into some of the, you know, the... the the reveal season juicy. stuff. Well, I mean, honestly, all of this is kind of juicy and, and we'll, we'll have to kind of truncate a lot of what we're going to end up talking about because there, there is a lot that you could get into. But first, first thing we're going to get into is Monday morning. Um, the European Union came out in an approval of the uh, Activision Blizzard and Microsoft deal. And I know that we, we talked about it before the, uh, the UK board, you know, denied the deal and Microsoft's currently appealing it. A lot of people said, oh, the deal's going to be dead now. Like, you know, Microsoft won't be able to acquire the company, yada, yada, yada. They, they kind of figured maybe the EU would follow the suit of what the UK did. Nope. Um, they basically, you know, said unequivocally that they are OK with the deal going through. The only concession that uh, Microsoft had to make because they 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 ruled that. Um, I got the word in the exact wording they use, but they basically said. The idea that this game or like, you know, if Call of Duty was not going to be on the PlayStation console, A, <clears throat> Microsoft wouldn't do that because they would lose money. And B, if they were to do that and they did decide to lose money, it wouldn't make a big enough difference to the console market to say that, oh, Sony, you know, is in some huge disadvantage, which is in essence something that we've talked about here. Um, but the only thing that they did say they had concerns about was cloud gaming. And Microsoft made the concessions to say that. Um, they are going to allow like Activision Blizzard games to be available on other cloud services in the U- in the uh, EU, like any of the countries that are in the EU, basically. Um, so, I mean, I, I thought that was pretty cool and interesting and kind of something that we expected all along. Uh, so, you know, just a cool little way to start this off here. But what do you guys think that could mean for, um, you know, we, we still don't have like a, an official... Um, approval or blockage in the United States and the UK thing like we talked about before that's actually getting um, appealed so that it's gone to like a different uh, tribunal and they're going to determine whether or not that ruling stands so I mean do you guys think that the deal will go through what do you, what do you guys think about you know the state of this whole uh, deal that honestly what we've been talking about for well over a year and some change now I'm still kind of sh- shocked that it hasn't either gone through or not gone through you know like it's it's just this feels like the never-ending story so maybe i'm gonna start with you on this one you know i, I feel like <laughs> let, let me let me bring up the conspiracy theories of course <laughs> now of course blizzard king deal i feel like part of it you know, as Phil Spencer is playing chess, you know what he's doing? He's purposely releasing trash games such as Redfall to kind of like push them. And then, you know, coming out to a podcast after saying we're in dead last, there's no hope for us. And then, you know, we're, we're, the, we're the guys that you guys got to, you know, pity. So give us Activision Blizzard King. 
that's what I think. Did you read that <laughs> off of uh, off of Twitter? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> no, that, that actually like, came to the top of my head, but like, imagine that was like the plan all along. Like, Red Falls just like. I know, obviously, that was obviously happen. not it, but yeah. <laughs> Just imagine, like, my boy Phil playing chess. It's like, whatever you do, make sure it's not good. And then you wait till the deal goes through, and then when Starfield comes out. <laughs> D- definitely not. I think Phil's son. <laughs> oh, um, man. Also, he didn't even say any of those things. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not even gonna touch. I'm not even touch that. I'm not even gonna touch that. Conspiracy theory. Don't listen to me. But like, you know, I hope it does go through because Call of Duty stuff. I can really care less about honestly, personally. Like, Call of Duty is gonna be Call of Duty at the end of the day. I'm here for the other, you know, properties that Activision, you know, holds and. You know, just like games like Guitar Hero that we all love. Crash. Bring that back. Well, maybe not Crash, because that recently just came back. But, like, you know, just bring us some of the old titles back that we all miss, you know? So, <clears throat> in regards to what you said, I um, I agree with you in a lot of ways. I want to see more um, of the other things from Activision's, like, lineup that we've never, you know, that we haven't seen in quite a while. I disagree with you that Call of Duty is still going to be Call of Duty. And I'll circle back to the whole Redfall thing as an example of why. Mm-hmm. Um, because Phil did go on the podcast. He, you know, he give him a lot of credit. He, he did like hold up to some, you know, pretty valid questioning about like what went wrong with Redfall and yada, yada, yada. And he talks a lot about their processes and so on and so forth. And some of this stuff has already been reported like, you know, um, uh, Bethesda largely operates on its own and you know the the team behind Redfall in particular like they weren't they didn't really have as much oversight from the Microsoft side of things um, and you know he did he did mention that that was kind of a, a a shortcoming he also mentioned that their own internal review was a lot a lot uh lower or sorry a lot higher than like what the actual reviews came out to but at the same time i i still like reading between the lines i still think he he realized that the game wasn't really what it what they wanted it to be i think he kind of realized that maybe not early on but by the time you know they had they had time to like get in and do qa so that's a different conversation for a different time but the general idea that i get from that is that he learned a lot of lessons around maybe integrating the studios a lot faster, like getting more Microsoft technology into, you know, Bethesda studios, like to have, you know, like for example, with combat and stuff like that, like have some of the guys who work at like the coalition or three, four, three or whatever help, you know, with gunplay um, for Redfall, you know, like integrate those, those teams with some of that technology and expertise a lot sooner. I suspect that if this Activision Blizzard deal goes through, I think the idea of, um, interconnectivity inter um what's the word collaboration between these studios may happen a lot sooner because of what happened with redfall i think you know um it may force people like phil spencer matt booty so on and so forth to have a closer eye on all these projects and not just let them like i think there's a balance you have to strike right you can't you can't like 
literally be like over their shoulder while they're working. Right. But you kind of have to have a healthy understanding of what's going on and how to steer these teams in the right direction. And if you see that something's lacking, like, I don't know, for example, you know, let's say like exploration is lacking in a particular game that's like open world or whatnot. And you have people like Todd Howard, you know, within the company who are great at that type of stuff, you know, they can lend their hand to like, you know, maybe give them a couple tips here and there, play the game out, you know, <clears throat> see what you can do with these different studios talking and sharing ideas and whatnot. I think having that stuff happen sooner um, could be one of the benefits of the downfall of Redfall. So just just an idea. I, I think Call of Duty might be a little bit better off if these types of things happen. So mm. could be wrong, but as long as you see improvements, man, because now we got Kevin Durant playing Warzone, so <laughs> what does that have to do? Okay. Anyways, <laughs> what does that have to do with it? Hey, they got oh, They want to make money. As a skin, you can buy him. Yeah. Oh, you didn't know that? Yeah, yeah. Nah, shit, I yeah, he's a skin bro, in the man. game. But they had, yeah, they had like, they had Messi, they had Mbappe, and they Messi had. knows. I remember the soccer ones. I just, I never thought KD was in there. Yeah, they're gonna yeah. keep, they're gonna keep doing it. That's the closest thing that they could do to what Fortnite does, right? It's the most realistic version of what Fortnite does. So they're trying to make a little bit of money. It is what it is. Okay. I don't see. I ain't got nothing. There's nothing wrong with it. Honestly, I'm gonna be real with you. We were playing Warzone the other day. They fixed a lot of the bullshit that they pulled in that last patch, and uh, the rank mode is actually very dope. So. Mm. They're they're actually looking mm. like they're you know they're moving in the right direction with the ranked Warzone stuff. Just a thought. Okay. But um, Chris, just wanted to get your take on the the EU news real quick, and then we'll we'll pivot over to the next thing. Yeah, yeah, no. Um, obviously, it's always a good thing when uh you know you get the little small wins because you're gonna need a whole bunch of them to make a big one happen here. Um, yeah, I mean, from what it sounds like, they're getting more wins in this situation than not. I mean, I. The UK is the first ones to actually oppose anything, right, in this whole process? Yeah. Or was there anybody? Well, the, the FTC is suing Microsoft, but their jurisdiction doesn't allow them to block the deal without, like, a like an actual trial or judge. doesn't seem mm-hmm. like that will end up happening. Um, but, yeah, the FTC is the only one who's, like, given some pushback, but the UK okay. is the only one who's outright denied the deal right now. Okay, I'd say yeah, they're in a positive direction right now. If anything, because you know if the appeal works out, then, then I mean they're they're good to go going forward yeah. as long as everybody else hops on board. So yeah, um, don't think it's negative at all. I think what you said, Manny, is very interesting because I didn't even think about it like that. I mean, I don't know. Phil might be out here, man. I, I mean, that's crazy trying to use such a, a L to your advantage. But I mean, if it works. There ain't no way in hell. <laughs> there's, 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 there's no way. They said, let's turn shit into lemonade. <laughs> we gonna get this deal popping, baby. My man hit him with the puppy oh, eyes emoji. Come on, UK. I feel like if anything, if anything, that Redfall thing would be an argument against the deal going through because, you know, they did whatever. So that's a different. There is no way in hell this man, like anyone in Microsoft, Xbox, purposely put out a shit game just to try to get this thing to go through. That's insane, man. The Kermit meme, bro. Then he was standing there in the hoodie talking about drop Redfall. They'll give you the deal then. Telling you, bro. I'm telling you, evil Phil was out here. Oh man, y'all, wow, y'all, we can't drop in this state. That's crazy. And then evil was like, "Fuck that shit. You better drop that so you get this deal popping." <laughs> shit. 
<laughs> just just a quick yeah, pivot yeah. though. The last last thought I have on the whole ABK deal though, I think the the really interesting thing about this is because a lot of people said you know once the UK decision came through, it's like oh well maybe Microsoft will just drop the case entirely. And I think a lot of people said, well, let's wait to see what the EU says because the EU holds a lot of weight. Like that's you know like a good thirty something you know countries like all, all rolled into this this body this you know this union. So to say, you know, all right, it's approved across these different, all these different countries, like, and then knowing that in the U.S. they, it's it's complicated. They don't necessarily need to work with the FTC. Like they could bypass them entirely. They could close the deal right now, realistically, if if you know, since they have the EU and a good chunk of other countries, and they don't necessarily have to do too much with the U.S. They could say tomorrow, like, hey, the deal's closed, whatever, and then fight, you know, all the other regulators after the fact. And if that happens and the UK appeal doesn't work out, we could see a situation where I don't think this will happen. But Microsoft could essentially just pull out and not do business in in Europe or not Europe in the UK. That would be catastrophic for both parties involved for a lot of different reasons. That'd be crazy. Yeah, I don't think that's I don't think we'll get to that. But the other side of the coin is um, they could just say, all right, well, we'll spin off, you know, Activision UK as a as like a subsidiary that operates on its own and we just won't have like because because again the same argument with the uh eu is the same argument with the uk is that cloud gaming is a problem right then they don't care about console gaming they you know they're all saying that the theory of harm against like sony and nintendo is not realistic so they're really concerned about cloud gaming and like how microsoft may have a competitive advantage against other companies that are trying to get into the cloud gaming space, even though Microsoft's made all these deals and said, hey, you can have, you know, Call of Duty in this game and that game and so on and so forth in your cloud gaming service if you sign a deal with us, whatever. Um, There could be a world where, like, basically anyone on Game Pass in the UK just won't get any of the Activision Blizzard content. So no Call of Duty for anyone in the UK, but every other, you know, um, jurisdiction like the US and EU and every other country can have it. That's something that could come to fruition if the UK doesn't really like get on board, quote unquote. And honestly, Mm. you know, it'd it'd be a way for them to just kind of sidestep this entirely. Very curious to see how that goes. Um, That's wild. Yeah. Yeah. No more Jack Frags, man. Damn. I mean, he would just buy his games. <laughs> he, he would just buy the games. They're not really going to change. <laughs> no more Jack Franks, bro. <laughs> to be clear, we're not cool. saying that cool. they, cool. they won't have the games in the UK. No, it's just, I know, it's just, I know, I know, but based on Manny saying the VPN thing, it's just a matter of like, they just will ha- they won't get it in Game Pass, which whatever, like, I guess at the end of the day, it would just be business as usual for them. They would still have to buy their games, but they'd still be missing out on something that everybody else in the world would be missing out on. So I think yeah. gamers there would be upset about it. And then, you know, that, there's a whole lot of political things that come from that. But alas, yeah. another one of those things to keep our eye on, because, you know, that fight's going to be going well into to the summer. Um, with, I, I Actually, I think they said next week or the week after there may be like a, a trial with the uh, with the appeals court. But alas... Well, you know, we'll keep you guys posted on that stuff because personally, I find it very interesting. I know it's it's a bit like more in the weeds with like court talk and all that other stuff, but um, I think it's cool. So something to keep you guys updated on. But to get into the more juicy stuff for the future, you know, we talked about it before. You know, we're hitting that reveal season. 
Um, you know, we got the Microsoft press conference that's going to be happening June 11th. Um, actually, I, I was doing a little search while we were talking about some stuff. So Ubisoft is going to be having their event June 12th. So we still might be having like a little mini E3 week for sure. So um, okay. alas, but next week, next week, we're getting a really big one. And PlayStation is finally showing up and giving us their showcase. So, you know, we want to just take a little take a little moment to talk about that because goddamn, there's only one thing I care about from the showcase, right? I need to find out what's going on with my boy Peter Parker and Miles Morales. I need to know if there's going to be some co-op in Spider-Man 2. I need to know what that game's going to look like, who my villains are. I just I, I want to know how they've improved that game. So, that, you care about Wolverine? I don't give a damn about no. Wolverine. I don't, give a, I don't give a damn. Relative to that game, I I I would be shocked if they could find a way to make me care more about Wolverine than I care about Spider Man. It's inevitable that I'm going to play that game, right? Because I'm I'm sure they're not coming out the same time. You know, like I, I actually think well, we, we've confirmed that Spider Man Two is coming out this year. I think Wolverine's coming out next year, so I care yeah. about it. But, like, the only thing that I, like, they could only show me that one game, and I'd be like, best, best, best conference ever. If they hit me off with co-op, co-op, bro, co-op, they, what we want, you know what I mean? Like, they're about to show Spider-Man, like, Miles Morales showing, and then, like, out of nowhere, you're like, Peter Park, well, hey, Miles, and then it's like, welcome to co-op. Then ah, okay. <laughs> I miss like conferences because like the live reactions used to be it, man. Yeah, for real. Uh well, oh my god, my live reaction. If they if they hit us with, because you know how they used to do like the cheesy like, I remember like uh, when they shut off Battlefield and like you know, or actually the division is the best example of it because it was probably the most egregious when they first showed it off and it was like, you're in a squad of four people and they had like the, the people in the trailer, like talking to each other. And it was, that was their way of showing you like, Oh, you're playing co-op with your friends or whatever. If they do that with Spider-Man and it's like, Oh, your friend got online. Boo, 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 boo. Hey, what's up, dude. And then like, Oh my God. Oh my God. Oh my God. Oh, <laughs> I need it. I need it. Uh, all right. I, uh, all right. That's like I said. That's all I really care about. There's plenty of other things people are talking about out there. You know, some rumors that Ghost of Tsushima two might be a thing. Um, you know, another Final Fantasy remake, whatever. So I just want to go around the room. What are you guys, um, you know, hoping to see from this one? Any anything that we haven't already discussed that maybe down the pipe? Um, I hear that there's like a Metal Gear Solid remake that might be happening. So, you know, um, Chris, I'm gonna start with you on this one, man. Anything specific you're looking to see from um, PlayStation? Honestly, man, I really, 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 th- and this this is just me wishing, but. I think we're gonna see some some of the older stuff come back a little bit, you know. Um, like if I had to pick one of them, I really think we're gonna see something for like a Jack and Daxter or something like that. Like a finally a new, because that's the main reason why I'm a little excited for this 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 Sony thing to begin with. I feel like um, with the last few years or at least last year, oh, damn what the hell, I'm shaking falling off. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> The last year of uh, conferences that we had or whatever were uh, presentations, 
we kind of already knew what they were going to show us to some degree. Like all the heavy hitter games, most of them we kind of like knew were already kind of coming. And now since we kind of have already gotten past a lot of those, a lot of the stuff I think that we're going to get is like fresh shit, like shit that we did, can't anticipate, you know? So that that alone gives me excited. But yeah, man, I think they're going to dig into that bag and something's going to come out of it from back in the early 2000s, late 90s and, and rear its head again. And uh, it's going to be cool. I'm actually, this is the most excited I've been for one of their presentations in a while. I'll say it like that. Mm, okay. Sure. Okay. Sure. It's funny you you mentioned the the pulling something back from from back in the day because my money is actually on siphon filter. I don't think. I think that. I could be I could be so wrong. I just don't think PlayStation's prioritizing the like kid game I, I i hate to like say that around like a jack and dexter or anything like that i think they had the ratchet and clank thing it it, it sold well but it's it like every time i think about playstation studios like playstation as a brand they have a very specific thing and they nail that thing there's your god of war your your ghost of tsushima your last of us your uh, horizon they all look the same they're all like third person action adventure over the shoulder like games and i guess even in a sense rush like kind of filled that too like the third person over the shoulder but i don't know they they tend to stray more they they stray more like mature like i don't know like like their demographic is like 25 to like 40 year old Mm-hmm. Man, it feels like you know, like they get all these stories of dads and and like family, and I, I don't know. I just it just it's like their niche, like that's their thing, and it's working really well for them because all those games are doing extremely well. And I don't think that they would they would attack a, a Jack and Dexter, even though I would love to see them do it. And I feel like we, if they were to revive anything, I could really see Siphon Filter being something that that uh, I don't know would work out well for them, but. Uh, yeah. So, huh. like third person action adventure, I can kind of see that being like another formula working for Siphon Filter, especially since I noticed that, uh, you know, every time I look at the updated list of the games that will come out monthly, that Siphon Filter has been like slowly been releasing its games. Mm-hmm. So, like, I think they just re- like last month they released the uh, the final game of the series, I think, or something. I forgot, but you know, I, they definitely like released like. Four cipher filter games, if I'm not mistaken. So, so. You, do you think they're like building up to you know so that when it they is. announce, people will be like, oh, let me go back and play those old ones. Oh, they're on the PlayStation Store. Like that strategy mm-hmm. is real to me. Like I think that that's absolutely something that they would try to pull. Yeah, I think that'd be. Like, I guess that they've been slowly bringing it back. You know, like the first when it first initially came out, the first cipher filter was there, and still gotta beat those games but I mean if they come out with a remake I might as well just wait yeah uh, I would just cause I don't think those translate well (laughs) they old they old old I was gonna ask when the last one was made actually I don't even know I just know they old as hell (laughs) shit but Chris what were you about to say no I was trying to figure out when the last one was even made Uh, like was it like early early 2000s late 90s like how did that work I, they definitely had to be I don't even remember what that looks like. I don't. I, I, all I remember is the name of the game. But I don't remember shit else about it. Same. I remember I, it's got to be early two thousands. It's got to be early two thousands. But I remember playing that shit back on PS one. 
Oh shit, that's how far back we talking. Okay. Blocky block. Say less. Block. Yeah. <laughs> Just less. block shooting at cats. Okay. Okay. Jesus. Yeah. I was wondering if that game came out before the Blue Shark or not, but I I think they had to have made a version that was on PS2, but I don't I don't remember playing it. I remember the one on PS1 though, for sure. Yeah. <clears throat> and I think it's just it's a franchise that you have that you know you could do a little something something with. I just I don't know. I just I just see that it being more likely for them to bring that back just based off the trajectory that they have. Obviously they you know they're working on a lot of live service games and they we've talked about that at length. Um so you know I'm sure we'll start to see some of those start to to turn up but the traditional like playstation studios third person action adventure joint like i think that's that's what we're gonna see oh another thought i really hope we see that that last of us factions game like we need oh, that sure. we need that we need we need to know something about it because yeah. it's been too long hmm. man you got any other ones though you know so you know, you still might thought with Last of Us, of course, that's got hmm. making appearance. You know, you talked about the Metal Gear remake rumor, stuff like that. I think Konami's gonna have a big part of the showcase as well because they had a showcase plan for E three, but that got canceled, of course. Mm. Um you know, of course you see Spider Man too. Hopefully that'll be co op. If not, you know, it is what it is. I think we're probably gonna see a live service game coming from Sony. You know, you ain't just get Bungie, you know, to help with live service games and not push out live service games. So we're probably gonna get a live service game announcement. If you get a shadow drop from a live service game, that would actually be pretty nice, but I doubt the shadow drop will happen. Um what else? There's probably another game I'm thinking of. Of course, of course, of course, of course, how can I forget? With the rumors of Grand Theft Auto 6 release date, you gotta have a trailer in the showcase. Rockstar, I know you do deals with PlayStation. Just, just drop a trailer. <laughs> they, that's the reason. They're like, yo, we got, we got this masterpiece. We're gonna help you. Yes. <laughs> I'll say this. I'm, I hope I'm wrong because I want to see it sooner than later. But I really think we're not seeing that till Game Awards. And and to Manny's point, yeah. to Manny's point about that rumor. So um, the, uh, the the Take Two earnings call, I think, was was this past week or so, something along those lines. And I think they adjusted their uh, like this fiscal year, like how much money they expected to make. Like it's, I guess it's significantly less than next year. Next year is supposed to be like an eighty billion dollar year projection, and like they're like, oh, like the, there's a industry defining game that's that's gonna you know like that's gonna be groundbreaking for the industry, yada yada yada. What other fucking game could they be talking about? Like, what other game? What other game is gonna be pushing out eight billion dollars for this company? There's only one game. It's it's the biggest game in games. Period. I, I, yeah, Grand Theft Auto's coming out. Trailer next week. Yeah. Bro. I'm, <clears throat> I'm going to just go to that show expecting a trailer. And I know I'm going to be disappointed. Don't do that. Like, Don't do that. You're going to you be. just talked about setting our expectations. Yeah, set your man. expectations low, man. Low no, 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 in the no, no, gutter. No. In the I gutter. He said, no, I don't want to. I don't want to. <laughs> Now we're getting that Grand Theft Auto Six trailer. You just you don't pee like yo. We're gonna make three billion more dollars in the fucking twenty twenty four fiscal year. 
you know, like you gotta well, that's the thing you have to. That's the thing you have to pay attention to, though, right? Fiscal year is not the same as a calendar year, so I think for them it might be like it might be like May twenty twenty four to May twenty twenty five. You know, like there's yeah. I think actually it says it right here. I think the fiscal year that they're talking about is from April twenty twenty four to March twenty twenty five. So I was close. Yeah. So that's the thing. With, yeah. With fiscal years, it's not the same as a calendar year. So, you know, set, set the expectations a little bit. That's why I'm like, I saw I'm like Game Awards gives them a little bit of time, but they might also want to release something that's a little bit closer. So I don't know. Uh, uh, like, mm. I think now is the perfect time. You know, the console shortage is done. You know, there was that rumor before it was like Rockstar wasn't going to release Grand Theft Auto 6 until the console sorted ended because they're going to only make it a PlayStation 5 and Xbox Series X game mm-hmm. so that, you know, who can possibly own the system, you know, can play it, of course, which I understand sales-wise. I mean, so, but here's the thing. That is a system mover. It doesn't, it doesn't matter that it's multi-platform, right? People will, like, this is one of those games that will force people to jump to the new generation. Point blank, period. Mm, yeah. So, yeah that that's that's a generational like franchise right there. That that shit makes a difference, <laughs> and yeah that's that's gonna that's gonna bump up everybody's uh, fiscal year. Not just Take Two's. It's gonna bump up Xbox. It's gonna bump up Sony. I mean, if if Nintendo was playing ball with this, it would bump them up too. Like, <laughs> I mean, shit, we don't even know, right? Because if this thing comes out, if this is coming out twenty twenty five. And the new Nintendo system's out by then. I mean, shit. Who knows? Maybe um, Nintendo's definitely making... They're making different moves. They're trying to, you know... They're trying to um, have, I guess, a larger library of games around, like, getting mature games and so on and so forth. They could be at the table this time around. Mm -hmm. (coughs) Hey, we gotta make that hardware work, though. Gotta do it. Uh, We're talking about the ABK deal. You know, Euro... They they down with it. Then Sony, not so yeah. Sony announces the showcase. They're like, okay, you you got that. Okay, we got this. They're gonna bring out the heavy hitters now. You know what I mean? Like Take Two usually makes a lot of deals. You know, as you see, like a lot more recently with Two K and you know usually GTA like GTA Five. You know, for the PS Five, you know that was like free for a couple months, and everybody who played on PlayStation got like free money and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm, so. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm sure they're going to probably be like, all right, if you get this game on the PS5, you get this. And then that's going to move people to want to buy it on PS5, move people to buy PS5 because it's only on PS5 and Xbox Series X. You know, that's... <laughs> you know... I'm kidding for though. It would be. It would be. But I was, was going to say, is you never know, though, too. Microsoft might slide up in there and try to get that marketing deal going because they've done it before. <clears throat> and they also have a relationship with, with, uh, with Rockstar. Specifically, yeah. Rockstar actually and Take Two. Now that I'm thinking about it, because um, I think that the Take Two president was one of the first people who was like heavily in favor of the, um, the Activision Blizzard deal. Like they were one of the, the first people who were like on record saying like this is great for the industry, yada yada yada. So like Microsoft has a pretty good relationship with with um, <clears throat> Rockstar as well. Like if, if I remember correctly, the very first um, console appearance of, of Grand Theft Auto, like the 3D version, was an Xbox exclusive, if I'm remembering that correctly. And then eventually it came to PlayStation. I, I don't remember exactly which one. It wasn't Vice City. It was I think it was three. 
Was it three? Nah, there ain't no way three came out first on Xbox. I feel like they came. Yeah, I remember my little brother having that shit early. Yeah. I remember it was like, didn't they come out like on an Xbox show? It'd be like, oh, GTA Four is coming out. Yeah, but that was that was three sixty. Like I'm talking like OG Xbox. Like I think they were they were. And I don't. I'm not saying like it was like an exclusive period. Like I, I'm pretty sure like they had some like timed exclusivity to that game three in particular. I know Vice City launched on on PS2 because I remember playing that on PS2 day one. Um, but I, I feel like they had some sort of like deal with Microsoft mm-hmm. to get three on Xbox before it came to PlayStation or so, something along those lines. Either way, regardless, they have a relationship. It's possible that Microsoft could have shelled out a little bit of money, try to get that up on their stage first. I'm because you know they had like they had Red Dead on Game Pass for a little bit. They had GTA mm-hmm. Five on Game Pass for a little bit. So I, I think I think it boils down to who's willing to spend more money as far as the marketing deals go. But that's the other side of why I feel like they're just gonna go on a neutral ground and just say, "Hey, we're gonna go to Game Awards. We're gonna show everybody this shit." And break the fucking internet because whatever they drop, whatever they about to drop. I don't want to wait that long either. Don't get it twisted. I don't want to wait that long either. I just think that might make the most sense for them, or at least just just for the time frame too. Yeah, whenever whenever that officially gets announced, because that's one of those things that's been looming over the industry for a minute. Everybody knows it's coming. Everybody's waiting. And you know how it is too. When like when certain games that are that big get a get an announcement or a release date, everything else moves out of the way, right? So, Dude, I remember <laughs> I was talking to a coworker, whatever about Rockstar, Grand Theft Auto, and all that kind of stuff, and he was just like, you know, oh, Rocks, you know, Grand Theft Auto Six, uh, you know, it ain't gonna sell well. Like they're not marketing anything. Like, say. Just drop one trailer. That's all. They- <laughs> yeah. And shut it down. Everybody's fucking. Everybody's hard. So like. <laughs> yeah. For real though, they shut it down. No. They shut it all down. Like it's nah, man. They they don't need to do anything. All they need to do is one trailer, and that's it. <laughs> wants to products, so like they really don't need anything in the marketing side. They could. Yeah. They- be fucking waiting outside even though Midnight Releases aren't really a thing anymore <laughs> but actually Tears of the Kingdom Midnight Release I heard that was lit apparently really mm. like I heard like there was like lines going crazy for that game so you know that's good with that but we're gonna have to talk about Tears of the Kingdom next week cause um yeah, I don't even know if we're going to time touched it I haven't touched it either but, but it apparently is breaking records got 10 million copies sold in, in three days <laughs> That's cr- mm. that's crazy, that's crazy. Mm. Uh, you know, like I wish I could get into that game. I still have to be Breath of the Wild, but you know, good for them. But I'm thinking about like, I, did God of War do that well that quickly? Like that's crazy. Yeah, and it sold at seventy, right? I was gonna mm-hmm. say well, seventy. Mm. Like, you know, Tears of the Kingdom. There's, there is like a, a shit ton of switches, and you got oh, like there's a, a, there's a ton right? of switches. There's a tons of switches yeah. in the world. There are there are more than ten million switches out there. That's all I'm, I'm saying, right? Like, yeah. regardless, that's pretty impressive. Also, I mean, if if we really want to get into all that, like they did make God of War on PlayStation Four, so 
you, you oh, know, you're right, you're right. Never mind, never mind. I give up. Yeah, <laughs> I'm just saying it's an impressive feat. We don't necessarily have to make the comparison. I'm sorry, I I did I did start that. Let me let me take that back. It's just fucking impressive because next controversy. <laughs> it's a seventy. It's the first seventy dollars Switch game. Cast was making a big deal about that. They said we don't give a fuck. We're about to. We're gonna do this, and y'all gonna buy it. And sure enough, they did. Seven, oh my god, seventy dollars, ten billion copies. It's one of those things, man. Like we, we talked about um, what is it called? Uh, you know, GTA. Like they drop something, mm-hmm. you know, fucking everybody's going balls to the walls. Like I, I think Zelda's starting to become one of those games. But starting you know, like to become. Not starting me to come, but like, you know, all right, well, my bad, my bad. I'm, you wild. <laughs> <laughs> Zelda is one of the classic gaming franchises, yeah, period. Man. They have been, they have solidified that Ocarina of Time did not come out here with tens on tens on tens on tens. Yeah, you to be yeah. out here talking about, you wild. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Nah, I, I guess you, you, you're you're ready. You're young. You're young. Like compared to prestige, or the prestige of fucking yeah, Zelda. yeah, absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. I agree with you, especially especially coming off of what they did with Breath of the Wild. People having a lot of questions around whether you know they could they could do it again, and obviously the game came out had tens, 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 masterpiece this, masterpiece that. It's looking like it's gonna be game of the year unless unless uh, this dude Todd Howard could come out it come out fucking swinging. With that Starfield, mm. I, I, I think Zelda might already have it locked up. That was gonna damn locked up. Still gotta be Star Wars, man. But and straight to oh god, <clears throat> oh hold up, little 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 sign of on that Star Wars, Manny. From the other day when I was telling you, I was pretty sure at the end, I'm not. I, I'm not. <laughs> damn, still a good hour of stress. <laughs> you beat him, I'm guessing. No. I still haven't beat it. I just stress on stress on stress. But goddamn, that game is amazing. I, I I don't I don't understand how that's not getting tense. Like this this could go down in history as like one of the best years in gaming as far as like quality games. Like that game is phenomenal. The the way the story pans out. I know you already got to this point considering where you were, but there was like a you know I'm not even gonna talk about it on on here. We're going to talk about that out there. <clears throat> it's, yeah, it's just one of those moments. There's, there's one, one moment in particular that, like, I feel like everybody just has to experience for the first time. And you're just like, what the fuck is... Go- oh, man. The game is good. That's... I'm gonna, I'm it is like, it's just one of those unfortunate situations where, like, reviews are, like, you know, judging based on bugs. Shit happens, man. Like... Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I think those... Those review scores got to go up a little bit more, man. I know there was some bugs. I didn't really experience those bugs. I know some people were fighting with some bugs. But at the end of the day, when you look at that game and how it was crafted, the the, the level design, the enemies, the combat, it's just fucking amazing. So, yeah, I don't know. People got to stop fucking with that shit, man. Mm. Mm. That's like one of, one of the best Star Wars stories, period. And I'm not talking mm. about like gaming any like I'm talking about mm. like this story rivals the shit that they put on the screen. Wow. It's crazy. Mm. Crazy to me. 
But mm-hmm. alas, we'll, we'll I suspect we'll be talking about this more at you know closer to the end of the year. So we're gonna save that conversation for then. Just know if you're watching this. You need to go pick up Jedi Survivor. You need to beat that game. It's fucking fantastic. Chris, you need to go play that game. It's fucking fantastic. Especially if you're a Star Wars fan. It's... Mm. Mm. Damn. Damn. Mm. Motherfucker made that shit sound like fucking gourmet. Goddamn. Goddamn. The, the way some of this shit pops off, man. And, and I'll tell you one thing. If you're not up for a challenge... Play that shit on easy. Just do yourself a favor early because the story is that good. But if, if you if you out here, you used to playing hard games like Elden Ring, Dark Souls, Ninja Gaiden, whatever. Crank that shit up to the hardest difficulty and just fucking go in because that game is. I want to go down to easy just to go with the story. I, I'm, the story so freaking good, but I keep on getting stuck and I'm just like. Mm. Yeah, that's the only oh, thing that's been slowing me down. Pretty. I'm going to get my ass whooped yeah. by some characters, and I'm like, fuck. <laughs> I'm at Waves and Waves, and of course, like, the last fucking two beefy-ass robots. Yeah. All right, I don't want to get too much on a, on a, on a tangent with, um, with, with Star Wars, but, I mean, honestly, I think, I think we'll leave it at that for now. You know, we, we have a couple other things uh, coming down the pipe as far as this like, reveal season like we talked about. So I reiterate it again. So June 11th, we have the uh, the Xbox showcase followed by the Starfield Direct. Um, so we'll definitely be trying to live stream that um, since it's on a Sunday, Sunday afternoon. Actually, Chris, you might be working, right? So we'll have to figure that one out. Um, depends on what day it is because I don't work every Sunday. Okay. Well, one way or another, myself and Manny... I presume we'll, we'll both be there. We'll, you know, we'll see if Chris can grace us with his presence. But we definitely gonna be talking some Starfield. We definitely gonna be reacting to the things that are going on there. Unfortunately, we can't do a live one for uh, for the the Sony press conference, but we will be basing our episode next week on that. And then, as we said uh, on the twelfth, Ubisoft will be having their thing. And I think on the eighth, yeah, the eighth, the uh, the Summer Games Fest live will be there. So Jeff Keeley will be doing his thing. You know how he is. He always, you know, brings some some interesting games. Um, you know, hopefully, hopefully it's better than last year's because last year had some had some weird ones in between. You know, the, the, the in between games is really what gets you sometimes. But he always opened the show with something interesting and then the show with something interesting. So hopefully we have more bangers to, to fill in the gaps there. But um, but yeah, it's going to be a cool season, guys. So we'll talk to you guys next week to talk more about the PlayStation stuff. And, uh, you know, hopefully some other things that might get announced tomorrow, next week. We'll see. So. Thank you guys for watching and listening. We'll check you guys out next week. Peace. Peace. Yeah.